0: little known fact, okay. ASIO had a kind of social media site before the internet even existed.
1: How is that even possible?
0: <laughs> well, we had this integrated fiber optic communication system throughout the building, <laughs> well, through the entire organization. Okay. And all you had to do was type a couple of letters and somebody's email would pop up and you could send them a message whoosh, off it would go. It was mm. like instant message. It was great fun. Mm. Or you could type to someone and it would appear on their screen wherever they were. And it got me into trouble. Of course as, it did. It's everything you yeah, always done. Because I put a couple of letters into this uh, address bar yep. and sent what was, shall we say, a fruity joke to a mate. Only a fruity
1: a, joke.
0: Look, well, a little naughty. Okay. A little racy. Only it. Casual racism joke. No, no, not casual racism. A Little sexy. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah okay, right. 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 Uh, so I sent this joke off, and it didn't go to my friend. It went to somebody in the Adelaide office. Right. Okay. Yeah. it Went to the wrong person. A girl.
1: Uh, Oh, even better.
0: Uh, Who then sent a message back going, yeah, cute. Don't know why you sent it to me. And then I sent a message back to her and then she sent a message back to me and suddenly we started this online romance. Wow. And it was all really good fun until she turned around and said, I'm coming to head office. I'm looking forward to dinner. And the first thing that went through my head and, yeah, okay, this is shallow. What if she's a dog?
1: I I can't even believe you said that.
0: I know. I'm a terrible human.
1: You are. You're listening to Behind the podcast that is the myspace of Australian intelligence.
0: I just got a letter from Napstar telling me that they own our theme music. Oh shit, how much? Oh, about 50 cents.
1: Hello and welcome to I spy My name is Michelle Stevenson and I'm here with David Callan. Shall we call you Dave, Dave? Muttley. You Muttley. Muttley. Frosty. Frosty. Yeah. Agent Frosty. Yes,
0: Not 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 agent. agent. Not agent.
1: We've been Just frosty. Just frosty.
0: And today we're talking about social media.
1: I know. And this is a really good one because there's a lot that has been bandied about recently, especially to do with ASIO Mm. and social media. I mean, we've seen they've got a Twitter account.
0: (laughs) And it is really not that exciting. No. Um, I mean, I I had high expectations. So did I. I was really hoping that they'd do something thrilling and it's really like, hey, we're ASIO. Rock on! <laughs> They're more boomer than me. I
1: and I find it really hard for anyone to possibly be more boomer, but apparently we found them. A yep.
0: Hey, I'm wearing a polo shirt. Yeah, There's nothing you can do about it.
1: <laughs> With a cravat.
0: Don't at me. Um, that's my mask, so I don't like infect people. It's not we- working. I'm infected.
1: Not- <laughs>
0: So, anyway, ASIO have not only got their new Twitter account, they've mm-hmm. now got this great campaign warning people yes. not to put things on social media because you could get recruited as a spy or by a spy.
1: Now, how would this even come about?
0: Okay, this comes down to the wonderful thing we call open source intelligence or OSINT and the new, brand new style of intelligence, SOCINT. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It sounds wrong, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. SOCINT, S-O-C-I-N-T. Okay. SOCINT, social media intelligence. OSINT, open source intelligence, is mm. anything you can get from public sources. Now funnily enough, about 80% of all intelligence gathered by an intelligence organization is from open source. Okay. We read the newspaper a lot. I read four newspapers a day. That old joke about public servants going in and yep. you know reading the paper, we had to do that. Because not only do you could you pick up Intelligence, particularly from things like personal ads. That was really interesting. But also, yes, you've got that look on your face as if to say, yeah. how does that work? Yeah. Well, it's a great way. You could drop a personal ad into the personal column and mm. that could be a code, it could right. be a message to another source or to a, uh, an agent.
1: And how would you even discern that?
0: Generally, you start looking at A, who's posting it or putting it, posting, gee, you know posting. Have you no. ever, there was a great newspaper article that had click here for more on the front page of the paper with a button and you'd see people <laughs> pressing the paper. Uh, no, what would happen is you'd, you could a look at the messages and build a pattern mm-hmm. of what they're doing and generally they were codes or sometimes they might be locations but essentially it could we could determine whether it was a way of messaging right Now take that out of a newspaper and put it online and suddenly you've got a way of communicating with each other
1: Not only that it's a crazy world out there there's so much information so exactly. how can you keep on top of that
0: You and I went to high school the yes, same high school
1: we did which is crazy
0: right but I found that out by looking at your social media. Yes. Right? So the thing is your social media can reveal a ton about you. Mm. Lots of stuff. Like I know where you went to university. I know your husband. I've seen a photo of your child. All these different things. And the same thing you could determine from yes. me. Only there's very little there because I don't put a lot of stuff on my social media. Yeah,
1: and I'm also quite cautious. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm okay with people knowing where I went to high school and stuff, stuff like Ooh. that. But, you know, when I post photos, say, of my son, first day of school, yep. I will black out where he goes to school. Of course.
0: You black out that sort is, of thing.
1: but there's things about, I've got lots of friends who don't think about that that stuff
0: Exactly right so there's that and there's also the thing that you don't know about your photo is there is metadata in that photo that right. can be lifted from that photo to tell us where you are
1: Okay what kind of metadata
0: Oh you know location so geolocation mm. uh, of time Yep That's pretty much it really but that tells you a lot Yeah, uh, yeah. time and geolocation will yeah. tell me a lot about where you are and what you're doing and my god we do this all the time you go on Twitter or uh, Instagram and we share our meals with each other.
1: I'm really cautious even with Instagram stories of not posting a story while I'm in that specific location.
0: Check in. That's the big one because as someone said, check-in's great because if you check in and say, I'm here right now doing this, I I can go, fantastic, I can go to your house and steal your television.
1: Yeah, exactly. I I have
0: so many televisions.
1: (laughs) I bet you do. But it's the same as like, you know, going away, you never say, I'm going on holiday. Yeah.
0: See, we did that when we were in Europe. Kids, we posted lots of photos from Europe saying, we're in Europe. Good luck getting into my house because one – there's nothing in it except all of those televisions that are already stolen. And my brother was living there anyway. Yeah. So that would have been a real thrill to open the door and find this 60-year-old guy painting military miniatures going, what the hell do you want?
1: <laughs> military, I want your military miniatures. So Take a TV and leave. So when it comes to all this kind of information that we're putting online. Yeah. How can that then be used against us?
0: I can draw a picture of you. Okay. Right. I can paint a picture of you and create a profile of your habits. Yep. Of your locations. Uh I can also work out if there's anything within your life that is compromisable. Let's go back to the compromise episode. We know what that involves. We can definitely work out a compromised profile of you if we need to. Mm. The other thing that's really interesting is the amount of data we share that we don't realise we're sharing. My favourite is, you have a health watch, uh, a sports watch?
1: Yep, I have an Apple watch. You've
0: got an Apple watch, right. Uh, I used to have a Fitbit. I Mm. took it off as soon as I read this story because I suddenly went, I mean, no one's going to really be that interested in me, not even my wife I'm not even
1: interested in you A like, rabbit in front of me, <laughs> and you spend half an hour a week talking to
0: me. But there you go. Know, then again, you know, that's what the sentence was the judge demanded that you do it. <laughs> this it's is your social his, service, this is his community service. Uh, yeah. So, what happened was Fitbit you can share your map and your roots of where you've been exercising yep. on Fitbit. Now, soldiers really like Fitbit because it's you know, you can test, and yeah. check your fitness, yeah. Right? Bagram Air Force Base was pretty much mapped by Fitbit. Because all of these soldiers in Afghanistan were uploading their maps, their fitness maps, to Fitbit. And the thing is, you're not only uploading your map, you're uploading everywhere you go if mm. you've got it geo... if you geo-link your, your Fitbit or yep. your I've watch or whatever to a network or a database. Yep. Yep. So the great thing was not only were they able to determine what Bagram Air Force Base looked like, they began to start wow. figuring out what people's roles were within the Air Force Base. Based
1: on Fitbit information. Based on
0: Fitbit information. Because of all of that geo, there's so much geo information. And then you start, once you start determining that these sort of people are working in that building, and hang on, if I go to your social media page and I realise that you're a signals officer in, you know, Mm. one division of the Army, hang on, that's obviously a signals building because there's a lot of signal building going, what's this building over here that the... Or is it private contractors are working in? Oh, that's the CIA. So you could literally break down what the buildings were and who people were within those buildings. So who did this? Uh, you know, a couple of guys with a bit of software that decided to go hacking and see what they could
1: so do. So this was just, it, was, it wasn't it was foreign No, it was an this experiment. Was, this was an experiment. It was
0: essentially somebody went, I wonder if I could get in there and find out mm. stuff. And they drew this entire map.
1: Now, that must have been pretty frightening for the armed services.
0: Oh, it would have been very frightening for the armed services, but how do you then police it? You've got to turn around yeah. and say, okay, everyone switch off your Fitbit. Yeah, good luck with that. Well, essentially what happens is they'd have to sequester that or black out that part of the map, essentially. That's the best way to do it is just to go, right, shut it down. We just
1: So how do you do that? You'd
0: have to go and talk to Fitbit. You'd, I, have, oh, you'd okay. have to go to Fitbit and go, can you please switch that off over our area because we don't want people to know what we're doing there.
1: Yeah, wow. Or
0: the other thing would be just say, stop sharing your maps to Fitbit.
1: So that's, that's really interesting. So ASIO, not only do they have to contend with social media mm. and all these other platforms that people can basically have conversations and learn things about you, yep. they they now have, like, your Apple Watches, your Fitbits. Like, yep. there's a whole bunch of data about us out there. How does then ASIO protect us?
0: Well, they do an ad. <laughs>
1: It's that simple. It's that no simple. No one watches ads anymore. This is the other ironic thing. It's uh, like, yep, who the yep. fuck is watching that? An <laughs> <ad>? Exactly.
0: And <laughs> to be perfectly honest, it's a long ad. Yeah, it is. They've done an ad. It's on there. Go to uh, at ASIO on Twitter.
1: At Azio. <laughs> at Asio. And and at them. I'd love yeah. you to at them. Yeah,
0: don't at them. Oh, at them. Feel free. Uh, and their ad is there. And essentially what the big warning is is Please don't tell people on LinkedIn that you work in high security areas.
1: Yeah. So this is the fascinating thing about yeah. LinkedIn because apparently this is quite, this is a massive area of compromise. But it's so simple. Okay.
0: People will go, because we do, you know, you go, I haven't been on LinkedIn for years and thanks to our- because you,
1: do, you don't have a proper job.
0: <laughs> Shut up. It's true. <laughs> don't break my heart like o- that.
1: Only people with real life jobs are on LinkedIn
0: other No, but our longtime friend of the podcast, Neil, who uh, yeah. our guest last week, Ferg. he, Ferg. yeah, Ferg, we get in contact with each other via uh, mm. LinkedIn all the time now. Yeah. But the whole thing was with LinkedIn, you will, uh, people want to share their experience because they're wanting to be headhunted. Right. So mm. hey, I've worked in high with highly classip- classified classified oh, material. Right. And that's then you've got somebody sitting at a desk back at Dzinski Square in Russia or in China going, Hey, we got a live one. And then the approach is very simple. I don't approach you going, Hey, I work for Chinese intelligence and I would like you to work with us. <laughs> you go, Hey, we're this brand new company and we've got a position just for you. Yeah. And then again the comp then you get into the compromise matrix. A, it's appealing to your ego, B, yep. it's appealing to your Monetary, yep. right? So we don't need. You can take the ideology and compromise out of mice uh, until, of course, you compromise the person, and then it's like we've got you with money, we've got you with your ego, and by the way, we've got you working for us. You now work for us, right? Which is a very famous case that came out of the CIA.
1: So what was that case?
0: This guy has is serving 20 years in prison now because he was essentially recruited by a company in Shanghai mm. off his LinkedIn LinkedIn page, profile. A LinkedIn profile. They flew him to Shanghai to offer him this great job and yeah. went, hi, we're the Ministry of State Security and you work for us now.
1: Um, and
0: he was caught. Right. He was trapped. He was then put in that compromising position and he tried to start passing state secrets.
1: But then isn't it one of those things where which we spoke about last week Mm -hmm. where you just come clean, tell the truth. Exactly.
0: That's the first thing you do. Go back home
1: and go, hey, guys, I screwed up.
0: Yeah. This has happened. Yeah. Help me. Yeah. But the problem is if he's already started passing material, he's going to get busted.
1: Yeah. But I guess it's, Mm. it's a very complex kind of scenario, isn't it? Yes. You can easily get caught up in it. Of
0: course. But the thing is while ASIO are now telling everyone, be really careful what you do, Mm. they don't exactly want everyone to be very careful with what they do simply because they want to be able to use it as a source themselves.
1: Yeah. So do you suppose ASIO goes through LinkedIn often?
0: Um, I'm pretty sure that they have a uh, look. They'd be keywords, surely. Well, the way they do it is actually – We now have a – we've got a target. We found a person that we're interested in. There's a person of interest. We want to look at them. Let's look at their social media. Mm. And they will literally troll the internet for everything they can find on this guy. But the thing is, we're not – like, intelligence organisations aren't the only people that do that. Mm. Terrorist organisations do it as well. Yeah. The case of the Mumbai – there was a terrorist attack in Mumbai back in 2008 or 2009, I think it was. They were on the police social media page – watching what the police were doing through social media yeah. so they went the police are going that way great we go in the opposite direction and start shooting and blowing up stuff over there yeah so they literally use the police's own intelligence against them and also a terrorist organization will use social media to radicalize teenagers
1: Absolutely so I guess you know there's something to be said about being a little bit too transparent on
0: social media exactly right but now how do we fix that Yeah privatize everything put a private take it off public. Because as soon as you take it off public and make it a private account, they now have problems with privacy, right? So they, if if you're putting it out there, you know, my Facebook page is very public because there's nothing on it, as is my Instagram page because it's just photos of the Harbour Bridge from a ferry, right? That's pretty much. <laughs> yes. I, I just like the bridge. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I like ferries. I like ferries and I like the bridge. And I live in a pretty city. Right? Pretty simple. So I, I am yeah. um, in so many ways. Yeah. <laughs> But essentially, if I went private, uh, privatise that, yep. I just went, put it on private setting, yep. uh, there is now the indication from me that this is not public.
1: So people should essentially go private on yeah. their social media accounts?
0: Have two accounts. Like ha- on Twitter, ha- like I, having I have at a bur- least.
1: Like having a burner phone.
0: Yeah, essentially, have <laughs> a burner account. <laughs> we're One now, is your... we're now
1: drug dealers. <laughs> yeah,
0: we're drug dealers of intelligence. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Uh, you want to buy a secret? <laughs> you want a picture of the harbour bridge from a ferry? With my head in it. So essentially look at something like if you have a public profile that you yep. want to promote, set up an account that is your public profile. But if you have a private profile that you want to keep to yourself for friends and family, mm. that's where you then turn around and make that a private account. But
1: just, does the average person really need to worry about this stuff? No. Probably not, no. right? No, 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 no. I no. feel like ASIO was specifically targeting a small group of people. Oh, yeah,
0: it is a very niche group. Yeah, But the thing is... People – how do I put this um, in simple terms that I would understand? Yeah,
1: I was going to say.
0: <laughs> People are pretty stupid. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, We We don't think before we act or do things like this. So the classic example of this guy going getting headhunted via LinkedIn. Yeah. Which is just how ignominious to just sit there. How did you get recruited via oh, LinkedIn? Well,
1: I mean – doesn't it happen? Yeah. I mean, I never have, but like,
0: being recruited be- via LinkedIn. Don't
1: I've never? Don't you get recruited via LinkedIn? Well, I don't
0: because I don't have a real job. Apparently, yeah.
1: Um, well, no, because no. But like, I think people do use LinkedIn as that kind of tool, right? Yes,
0: definitely. But the thing is, if you're out go- there going, I've worked in highly classified areas, and I'm currently helping build. You know, the next ballistic missile, (laughs) that's a little bit of a giveaway that's going to attract the wrong crowd. Right. Well, I
1: don't think you'd put that on your LinkedIn profile, would you? But this guy kind of did. Okay.
0: Right. Yeah. So that's the thing is with social media, it's 99% of us, it just doesn't matter. Yeah. No one really cares. I mean, I find it fascinating that there are people out there, I'm an influencer, and that that whole influencing thing is. You're talking to one. Really? No, and I have And I don't have a real job. Hello. Right. So the whole thing is we've created an entirely new yeah. ecosystem for yeah. information. Uh, I mean, the great thing with the internet. And this goes back to this story with this girl, mm. which we, we need to finish because it, it actually ends kind of nicely.
1: I do, please tell me it doesn't end up with you being nude. No, 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 no. Okay,
0: good. That never I, happened.
1: I'm so sick of the nakedness. No,
0: I know. Look I'll Between my- hot
1: tubs and, like, bong water and it's just, it's too much. It's
0: too much. Actually, one of my sons turned around and he said, my friend listened to it and he said, essentially it's just about your dad getting laid in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: totally is and, and, and really badly as well. It's not even, like, sexy or, no. like, like I don't hear it and go, that man is bangable. I hear it and go, this is awkward. <laughs>
0: this man is kind of sad. <laughs>
1: If this was your peak, I'm really, really sad for you.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, that's pretty much my life done. Um, My new podcast is coming out, Slap David (laughs) publicly. (laughs) So, uh, what happened with this uh, in that situation was she showed up in my office.
1: And she wasn't a dog? She was
0: a Bond girl.
1: Oh, my God. She
0: was so cute. That was a plot twist. Like, seriously cute.
1: And then she looked at you and went, ooh.
0: <laughs> yeah, she went, oh, a cravat and a polo shirt. <laughs> And a bum bag. Yeah. How can you be a boomer in the 80s? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> no, uh, the problem was I had promised her a moonlit dinner under the stars, but it actually worked out really well because while she she was in in Canberra for training she yeah. was about to be posted overseas uh, so which, she's a,
1: she was a proper spy yeah
0: you know, <laughs> i said she, she was a proper spy but also <laughs> what's really cool about it was she when she walked in and she went oh he's a dog yeah. <laughs> she was like i Oh, I'm out of here soon anyway, so this is fine. Yeah. So, but you know, she, I promised her this dinner, and I was doing a show at the time that was set in a backyard in Newfoundland in 1932. So, of course. Like star cloth in the background, mm. lots of moonlight. So, before the show one night, I said, "Yeah, let's go and have dinner by moonlight." And she's like, "Hey, okay, mate, it's it's seven o'clock in the middle of summer, balmy summer evening." Yep. Um, it's, always. Yeah. You know, it was six o'clock. How can it be moonlight? And she walked into the theatre and it was moonlit and the star cloth was lit up. And it was oh. like, She was just like, you're such a romantic. It's She's so cheesy. Like, yeah. I'm I mean, t- like, this is cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, a couple of falafels and I know I was on.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. But, so Canberra. Yeah,
0: dude, Canberra. A falafel, <laughs> couple of falafels. <laughs> couple of falafels and a can of cake. Yeah. Yeah, I can't drink, love, because I've got to go on. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, of course, she had to. she had to go off and work overseas and i had to run my newsletter
1: uh, <laughs> i was going to say while you're doing the newsletter she was actually doing real yeah work. she was
0: actually like doing real stuff yeah but hey i touched her uh, i touched her heart
1: you touched her, uh, her, she, her, let heart, you? her she let you she let you there's yes, no a restraining order yeah
0: yeah and that's why she now lives in tasmania in a hut in a hill <laughs> that i can't find yeah <laughs> despite the fact that she's got a fitbit i can't find this woman <laughs> So, yeah, the big thing about social media and this is mm. this is your go-to for everybody all right is yeah. it's all about caution yeah if you work like funnily enough i I have family members that work in the military and in intelligence still right to that when someone goes, have you heard this podcast my particularly my brother goes no no, never heard of the guy no it's like,
1: no it's no don't know him yeah. don't but, you have a brother
0: called David no, no no he he died in a car accident when? <laughs> in about 15 minutes. Um, <laughs> but the thing is they're in, most of them are incredibly discreet. Yeah. Right? They they run their accounts as essentially separate identities. And that's the best way to do it. If you're in that position where you think, mm, I could be in a compromised position or I could be compromisable." Mm. Just make sure that you run your account as something other than hey, I work for ASIO because that's my joke and I'm holding on to it. Yeah, no one yet. else can
1: do that. But when we talk about social media and, you know, used as a tool for recruiting, mm. for our Teenagers. Yes. What, how would they do that? Like, what is it? What are the signs that we should be looking out for? If you've got a teenager out there and, you know, they're on social media, so that's unavoidable. Oh, they're
0: all on it. I mean, I've got two teenage sons and I'm sorry, I don't understand Snapchat. What's this? No Snap- one does
1: Snapchat anymore.
0: Well, the kids do. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. They kind
1: of use it for filters, but then they drag it along over to Instagram. Don't worry, I'll talk you through it later. Oh, thank God, anyway. someone's <laughs> going to
0: help me with this because I. Yeah, but essentially, essentially, my kids are on various social media platforms, mm. of which they make sure I have no access. My kids have blocked me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean it's fair. I'm, am cl- like so close to blocking you as well, I know. but if you're if you have a teenage son and there is this real possibility of like them getting caught up with the wrong crowd, yeah whether and it's not even just terrorists now, it's you know right- wing extremism. That's
0: a big one at the moment. That's actually. a big one at That's the huge. moment,
1: because especially if you know teenagers, they feel disenfranchised. Mm-hmm. It, they're you know at an easy age, right for the picking. Yes. What are kind of the signs that you would need to look out for?
0: Well, I mean, if your son gets a or daughter gets a you know Southern cross tattoo on their foot, uh, that's a warning. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Cronulla.
0: <Yeah>. Um. <laughs> Love you, but guys, just stop tattooing up. It's it's getting a bit creepy.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I keep walking in and I think, wow, that's a walking newspaper. Just
1: get B for Bogan. It's fine. We'll right. deal with it.
0: The, the things to look out for is one, of course, there is that bit where they're very secretive and also mm. I- if – it's, people. You buy the device ninety percent. Most people buy their child their device. Yeah. Put a backdoor on it. Yeah. It's not that difficult to do, right? Both my sons have their own accounts, but there are ways and means that we can sort of see what they're doing. Also, build a goddamn relationship with your child, people. <laughs> yeah. I know. Come on, it's not. I like, know. Yes, I have a sixteen-year-old who every time I go, how does they go? <laughs> right. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's fine. But you know, occasionally. Do something with your child yeah. that makes them go, oh, you're not a turd after all. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I have, Even if it's buying them beer. Yeah,
0: well, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, I would never admit to buying my 16-year-old beer because that would be illegal. Um, but, uh, by God, he drinks a lot of rum.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Jim Beam, thank you very much.
0: Oh, yes. Um, uh,
1: yeah, so- essentially,
0: what you've got to watch out for is, you know, I mean, it's very difficult to monitor uh, someone's computer now because we all have one in our hands. But essentially, you've got to watch their behaviour. It's you, watching their internet's not going to help you because generally yeah. you can't. You've got to watch them, right? It's watching yeah. their personality and see how it moves. Listen to what they talk about. Have dinner with each other at least once a week at the table. Yeah. I mean, we got to the into the habit where everybody would grab their meal and go and sit in front of a television yeah. or a screen. But my wife and I went, hang on, you know, particularly as the boys got into that point where they're going into HSC. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Let's actually spend a bit of time together. And the funny thing was, the first couple of dinners were very quiet. And then the next couple of dinners got really, really loud as my wife lost her temper because my sons went, oh, wow, check it out. If we keep pressing these buttons, but you build a rapport. Yeah. And it, this is essentially what it's like to work as an intelligence officer running an agent. Yeah. You've got to build rapport with your agent. All right. So if you treat your child as your intelligence source. Yeah. Treat them that way, build the rapport. It which sounds is which, weird, but no,
1: but like that's essentially what these people through social media avenues would be doing. Exactly, right? I'm and going try to, to build a rapport, and and they would essentially. You've got probably got like and a 50 year old big man sitting in Iraq or wherever, yeah. and on the other side, but pretending he's like a 14 year old boy.
0: Well, there's that classic. Is the classic? I'm going to pretend to be. I'm just like you, mate. I'm I understand. Or the other one is they basically subvert the parents by becoming the parent themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that your parents do that and it's terrible, but you know what? You know, Allah can save you and or yeah. whatever. They will bring up, you know, or yeah, mate, we understand your parents are just, you know, filthy left wing capitalists and we're gonna have to kill them. Yeah. So, which I always go, left wing capitalist. Hmm. Yeah, I know it doesn't uh, really go yeah. together. But the whole thing is kids are sponges. Yeah. Right. and particularly as they go through puberty, which is a terrible time mentally. Anyway, I remember my puberty. Right, I basically walked around going, "Why don't girls like me?" To which my mother went, "Because you're wearing corduroys and a polo shirt. Grow up."
1: <laughs> and <laughs> also With
0: the cravat. No, it doesn't work, Dave. And
1: I also feel like you can. You've probably continued that mantra
0: as you got older. I didn't help that I had braces for five years. That really (laughs) did not work for me as a teenager.
1: Maybe it was your parents' attempt to wire your jaw shut so you didn't speak. It didn't work. (laughs) No, it hasn't worked. It
0: just made the jaw stronger. (laughs) I was was weightlifting with my lower mandible. (laughs) Uh, So the whole thing was if you're worried about your kids – Spend time with your yeah. kids. Now, the the big problem is if your kids turn around and go, "Shut up and oh no, I no, don't care." Mm. Right? If you're really concerned, if you think there's something going on, uh, it sounds really like it sounds like a a dick move. But dob them in, dob them in.
1: Yeah, I think, and I mean, it's it's such a big, confusing time, and especially for ASIO, they've got a lot of stuff that they have to kind of keep. Their eyes and ears all over, and especially when it comes to you know the web.
0: Well, the the World Wide Web, you know, the the great the internet was the thing that was going to set us free. It was going to open the information superhighway, and finally the truth would be revealed. Mm. No, because with a highway you have more cars. Yeah, you do. Um, The more cars you have, the harder it is to check them all. So misinformation is actually the real growth industry on the internet. Yeah, and we've
1: we've spoken about this in terms of like how misinformation is used to recruit, essentially.
0: So essentially, when you look at social media, Mm. it all starts with the child exploring, right? So the child will get online and go, oh, I'm really angry about this. And they might go into a chat group. a a forum a news forum a reddit whatever they start drilling down into that and then they start talking to people on it and there will be someone sitting there if it's a radicalized Mm. if it's a radical news feed that person will be looking for key indicators yeah i'm really angry with my parents and i think my country sucks and blah 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 yeah hang on we've got a live one and then they start drilling down yeah now it's again even though we're talking about Sockent social mm. media intelligence. It does come down to human human intelligence because yeah. ultimately it's another person at the end of the line. Yeah, it's not an AI that's doing this, and it's not an AI that's responding. It's two people. It's essentially what we've done is we've got bigger cans and big and longer mm. pieces of string yeah. for people to talk.
1: And I think the four uh, chan is kind of the big one. Oh gotcha. Yeah. You know, that's where a lot of this stuff ends up on. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Australian gentleman, I don't like to use his name, who shot a whole bunch of Muslims in Christchurch. Yeah. He had basically put up what he was going to do on 4chan. Yeah. And 4chan is where all the incels kind of gather and like to have conversations. If you don't know what an incel is, I'd highly recommend looking it up. It's a scary, scary, scary Yeah, look it up
0: and then go, you sad little people.
1: Yeah, because incels, you know, there, there was that incident in Toronto where a man got in a van and drove down a pathway and was just targeting women because yeah. themselves hate women. So there's 4chan, there's all these kind of like Reddit not so much, 4chan definitely. Yes. And now I'm, you know, I'm really intrigued into Parla. I mean Oh, I
0: had a look at Parla. I went Parler, I went for yes. a bit of a dive into the Parla and I just sort of went, Oh, this is just really sad. Yeah,
1: and there's someone said to me, Parlo, Parlor is where you go because being part of the clan is too obvious. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so it's kind of another form of right-wing extremism yeah. where a lot of people can now espouse, you know, their deep beliefs that we're being controlled by 5G. and
0: Oh, being controlled by 5G. I had someone recently send me something which was about a – a professor of immunology who's basically going, no, COVID's not real, and masks are you know, the whole, the whole yeah. conspiracy theory, and the whole thing was, it's was like, yep, they're a professor of immunology that's just been kicked out of the university they worked at, but also they're the president of a uh, an extremist right wing political party in Ireland, and it's like, <laughs> uh, it makes zero sense. But this is the thing, people. The yeah. internet's an echo chamber. You will find yeah. what you want to hear in yeah. it. And because of that, there are people that are basically throwing out what you want to hear to see if anyone picks it up. And when you pick it up, they're going to grab you and run with it. Yeah. So, so- from an intelligence organization trying to recruit somebody that works for the CIA to a radicalized you know, right-wing group trying mm. to recruit members to an organisation like ASIO going, well, hang on, who is this guy? There was a great, actually, there was a very good article that MI5 yeah. put up on their Twitter account, Much better than ASIOs. It's got a lot more info. (laughs) We're essentially how they- MI5
1: are way more sexier too. Oh, totally. I mean, if you've ever seen Spooks,
0: yeah. Yeah, totally inaccurate, but very sexy. I know. Yeah. And everyone dies. They're just like ASIO, really. But they've got better info. And they basically put up this article. I'll find it and I'll put it, uh, Mm. I'll make sure it goes up on the podcast uh, in the- Menu bit. Um, see, I'm so so boomer.
1: You're good, you're good with the words.
0: I'm good with words bits. Um, I'll put this article. Essentially, it was how they got a target on somebody in the Middle East, and they use social media to identify them. Right, so it works. It does do that job. Yeah. But if you want to keep yourself private, make sure you're private.
1: Right, so I think we've we've pretty much covered all you need to cover on social media. So basically, we we got to be really cautious what yep. we're putting up. Yep. We don't want to give away too much of ourselves, exactly. And on LinkedIn, don't say you're building missiles or growing you know crops in yeah, your basement.
0: Don't say you work for ASIO unless you're me. And then look, it doesn't get me any work anyway. So just don't say you work for ASIO.
1: You weren't even working for ASIO. Well,
0: I, I worked. I worked. Post tense.
1: Post tense. (laughs) Next week, we've got a guest. Yes. I'm I'm so excited. I am
0: thrilled about this. Because,
1: I mean, I feel like she is the basis, well, a huge part of this podcast and what we talk about.
0: Exactly. Exactly. She knows what it is like to be followed by Asia. She's the other side of the coin. Yep. And I met her in the most extraordinary circumstances. She's written a brilliant book. Her name is Meredith Bergman, and this is a cracker of an episode.
1: Yes, she's basically going to break it all down, including files. Do you have oh, yeah. a file? Do you yep. have a file?
0: Uh, yeah, i got a couple. I reckon my media file is huge now. <laughs>